Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to 48 Hours ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Need more true crime in your life? An Audible membership can solve that. Audible is the ultimate destination for thrilling audio entertainment. As an Audible member, you could choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog. Don't miss The Serial Killer's Apprentice by Katherine Ramsland and Tracy Allman. It follows the true story of how Houston's deadliest murder turned a kid into a killer in training. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500. That's audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days audible.com slash 48 hours. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Just out of nowhere, there was gunshots. The sniper from up here somewhere. It's a sniper? You hear the shot? Get down, get down. Get down. Officers were shot. Five killed. It's just senseless. This has to stop. My son paid the ultimate price. We're hurting. We are heartbroken. This is not who we want to be as Americans. The suspect said he wanted to kill white officers. He said he was upset about the recent police shootings. He was just getting his license and registration, sir. It could have been you. It could have been you. It could have been you or you or you. The system is filled with hate and injustice. (laughs) It's basically modern day lynching. I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared for my grandchildren. We as a country must come together, lock arms, and heal the wounds. Not just black lives matter, but everybody lives matter. You can be pro-cop and pro-black. We are one nation, and we stand together. There is a problem. We have to accept it, and we have to do better. We can do better. People of goodwill can do better. A sense of safety is important to everyone, and that's why I want to talk to you about Simply Safe. It's an advanced security system that protects your entire home so you can rest easy. Simply Safe is completely customizable with advanced sensors to detect break ins, fires, floods, and more. You can have 24 7 professional home monitoring for less than $1 a day. So try Simply Safe for 60 days risk free. If you don't love it, you can return your system for a full refund. Plus, we're offering listeners 20% off any new Simply Safe system 
when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Don't wait. Visit simplysafe.com slash 48 hours. That's simplysafe.com slash 48 hours. There's no safe like Simply Safe. 48 Hours listeners know to always expect the unexpected, including when home appliances break down. An American Home Shield warranty can restore your sense of security. It's simple. When a covered item in your home breaks, contact American Home Shield and their trusted and qualified pros will fix or replace it. Right now, you could take 20% off. Go to ahs.com slash 48 to save 20%. That's ahs.com slash 48 for 20% off any plan. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. American Home Shield, don't worry, be warranty. Good evening, I'm Maurice Dubois. One of the most painful weeks in recent memory is coming to an end, the healing just beginning. But President Obama sounded a note of hope today when he said, America is not as divided as some have suggested. Over the next hour, we will look at the three straight days of violence and the conversation it has started about easing racial tensions and bringing a nation together. We begin in Dallas, where a peaceful protest against racial injustice Thursday evening was shattered by gunfire. A U.S. Army veteran, angry over the death of black men at the hands of white police officers, opened fire on cops, and when it was over, five officers were dead, seven wounded. Maureen Maher is in Dallas tonight. Maureen. Maurice, earlier this evening, Dallas police went into high alert when one of their own noticed a suspicious individual walking in a secured area just behind police headquarters. The SWAT team swooped in with their guns drawn. They were unable to find the individual, but that was all in stark contrast to how the day started. This is News Radio 1080 KRLD. Back with you, a special edition of the KRLD Morning News this Saturday, July 9th. A lot of unity in the city. Today, Dallas is trying to move forward. You want to give him a hug? Hoping with how, in a city doing so much right, things went terribly wrong. I caught up with Mike Rawlings, mayor of Dallas, as he reflected on the past 48 hours. Yeah, I was nervous. Because early on, we thought there were multiple um, shooters. Mm -hmm. And to get to the, the bottom of it, that this was a, a lone shooter, uh, relieved me a little bit. Still, the investigation is ongoing. This afternoon, as we watched, a live round of ammunition was discovered just inside the perimeter of the crime scene. What comes next now for the city? This isn't a city that has a reputation of police issues with the community. I think the first thing we have to do is we have to mourn correctly. This next week are going to be a, a days of mourning. You have a lot of funerals coming up. We do. We have five funerals. Uh, the president's going to be coming in. Through that mourning process, dialogue starts to happen. And that helps us as a city. The city has become forever changed. And so 
uh, it turned everything uh, inside out and upside down. Malik Aziz is deputy chief of police in Dallas and chair of the National Black Police Association. African-American officers make up a quarter of the city's police force. Dallas has had a well-known community policing program in place since the early 1990s. I believe Dallas offers a very progressive model for community engagement and community policing. In what uh, way? What well, are you doing? Well, we've had town hall meetings. We open our dialogue. We, open we have open transparency with our community members, even though we can agree to disagree. It seems almost unfair then, or unfathomable, that Dallas would then be the city that has this specific kind of shooting incident. There are 800,000 police officers and, and 18,000 police departments. We're not monolithic. We're not actually the same. We do things very different. Sometimes policing is not pretty. It's ugly, uh, but it should ever be brutal. We're here to unite the community. We're all together. What affects one, it affects us all. We want to come to the precinct here and, and, and let them know that we'll, we're with them. Let us all bow. Dallas pastors and police chaplains Karen Holly Thibodeau and David Thibodeau are also among those working to move forward. We could get a peace walk maybe at 8 a.m. in your park. Planning a march for peace next weekend. And they spent today walking the talk, including frank discussions about race. What do you think about it? We just need to all, all come together. That's, that's my opinion. I used to see uh, racism uh, among our people, my people, uh, y'all's people. We have to try to fix the problem and not add to the problem. And problem solving is on the mayor's mind. You're put in the spotlight. How do you quell the violence? How do you quell the anger? I think there's a lot of violent beliefs that have already been quelled by the death of five individuals. Mm -hmm. that, that makes you sit up and take notice. But I think you've got to also make sure that you listen more. Late today, that crime scene area, a 15-square block area, was once again expanded after that live round of ammunition was found. The area will remain cordoned off, likely through the start of the funerals later this week. Maurice? Maureen Maher in front of the still-growing memorial in Dallas tonight. Thank you. The Dallas police are still piecing together exactly how the carnage unfolded. Peter Van Sant takes us through the haunting timeline. Is that a cop, Dave? That's a cop, Dave. Dude, that's a cop down. Straight down. He shot five, seven times. It's a sniper from up here somewhere. One of the deadliest and most chaotic nights in Dallas history. I'm not, you hear it. He's shooting right now. Five police officers killed, seven wounded. Topping a racially charged. I'm not going nowhere. Violent week in America. It began Tuesday in Baton Rouge continued the next day in Minnesota. And the officer just shot him in his arm. Streamed live on Facebook. Oh my God, please don't tell me he's dead. Two African-American men shot and killed by police officers in less than two days. Last Thursday, 
protests across the country. Black Lives Matter! Black Lives Matter! In Dallas, it's 7.16 p.m. The demonstration here was peaceful and hopeful. And then, at 8.58 p.m., the slaughter began. Shots fired, officer down. Holy The drama was witnessed by millions. I think another officer's down around the corner over here. Streamed from the kill zone. They got SWAT over here. On smartphones. And then there's somebody else down over there. Holy Holy They're telling me to go, I gotta go. 9.40 p.m. Move away from this area, guys got a rifle. It becomes clear who the sniper is targeting. The shots were directed not at the people involved in the demonstration, but instead targeting the police officers who were watching over those people. While demonstrators fled, police rushed into the line of fire to aid their fallen brethren. The wounded are rushed to local hospitals. There's a sort of a, a war zone going on here. 10.23 p.m., the casualties mounted. Shots fired, officer down. Four more police officers were down. A cell phone captures a dramatic showdown between the gunman and a brave police officer who charges him. The officer was killed. The shooter fled. 10.53 p.m., the Dallas Police Department tweets, two snipers shot 10 police officers from elevated position. Three officers are deceased, two are in surgery, and three are in critical condition. Just 20 minutes later, the death toll was raised to four. On the streets, there was still confusion, the fog of war. Police Chief David Brown. We still don't have a complete comfort level that we have all the suspects. Police would later learn there was only one killer who had been shooting and moving throughout the night, ending up in this parking garage. Police began tense negotiations that lasted hours. The suspect that we are negotiating with that has exchanged gunfire with us over the last 45 minutes has told our negotiators that the end is coming. He's going to hurt and kill more of us, meaning law enforcement. Not wanting to risk any more lives, police decided on a battlefield tactic never before used on American soil. They sent in a toy truck styled robot like this one with a bomb attached to its arm. We heard what sounded like a loud boom at this point. We're not sure whether that was a flashbang. 3.06 a.m., about six hours after the first shots were fired, the assassin was dead. Police say they had no choice. Tonight, investigators are examining the killer's life, trying to nail down whether anyone else knew of his murderous plan. Uh, he had a choice to come out and we would not harm or stay in and we would. He picked the latter. It may have been the last choice Micah Johnson made in this brutal shooting, but Dallas authorities are learning it was far from the only one.
after serving in an engineering unit in Afghanistan. In 2015, he left the army embroiled in allegations of sexual harassment and questions about his mental health. But he had already begun building his own arsenal of guns and explosives. What we don't know is who, if anybody, may have known what the gunman knew, what he was going to do. Johnson, 25, lived in Mesquite, Texas, and was active online. He posted a video of dolphins being slaughtered on the Black Panthers of Mississippi Facebook page with this comment, Why do so many whites, not all, enjoy killing and participating in the death of innocent beings? Who was he communicating with on his devices or texting with that should have said, I'm, I'm concerned about this guy? Ron Hosko, a former assistant director of the FBI for criminal investigations, says Johnson's behavior before the attack is telling. He is on his own. He is out over the edge, ready to detonate. Before the bomb detonated, he told negotiators he wanted to kill white people, especially police. And another early sign of trouble came in May of 2015 when police took a suspicious person's call and found him sitting in a black Tahoe. He wasn't arrested, but he appeared to have been in a downward spiral after he left the military. Was that guy trained to kill? Absolutely. He was apparently a human time bomb with training and tools to explode. Now investigators are trying to determine exactly what drove him to murder. Jeff Pegues reporting. Here is what the gunman's hatred took from us. Five brave men who vowed to serve and protect and died doing just that. Officer Brent Thompson was a 43-year-old Marine Corps vet, a transit officer who had just married a fellow officer. He had six grown children from a previous marriage and had recently welcomed a new grandchild. 48-year-old Senior Corporal Lorne Ahrens was also married to a police officer and was the father of two young children, his father, William Ahrens. He, he was fearless, but that same guy would have tea with his daughter. Sergeant Michael Smith, 55, was known as a cop's cop. He once received 31 stitches protecting his partner from a gang member. A former Army Ranger, he served almost three decades with the police department. Sergeant Smith's wife Heidi and his two daughters, 14-year-old Victoria and 9-year-old Caroline, are devastated. He was leaving to go to work, and I was leaving to go to a movie. And he said to me, what if this is the last time you ever kissed me or hugged me? It just felt different to me. I thought something bad was going to happen. Officer Michael Kroll, 40, had always wanted to serve others. The Michigan native had started as a jail guard and had moved to Dallas in 2007 to fulfill his dream of becoming a police officer. 32-year-old officer Patrick Zamaripa was a Navy veteran of Iraq. He was proud to serve his country and his community. CBS Evening News anchor Scott Pelley spoke to Patrick's father, Rick Zamaripa. Patrick was a good boy. If he had a last dollar in his pocket, he'd give it to you. 
Worried about his safety, Rick had urged his son to work somewhere else in government, but Patrick was not interested. What did he say about his police work? Oh, he loved it. I tried to get him to join the INS. He was no dad, I want to stay where I'm at. I want to stay where the action is at. He loved his job. When Rick saw news of the shooting on TV, he texted his son to make sure he was all right. Patrick always texted right back. But that night, no text came. A family member soon called, telling him to go to Parkland Hospital. And I asked, how's Patrick? And one of his buddies that he graduated with, he, he wouldn't say, and he started turning around and said, no. Officer Zamaripa leaves behind his wife, a stepson, and two-year-old daughter. I just, it's just senseless. I wish everybody could just get along. My son paid the ultimate price to take care of people. This has to stop. If you're a fan of 48 Hours or true crime, looking to try on a case of your own, June's Journey is for you. A thrilling hidden object mystery game set against the backdrop of the 1920s. You play as June Parker, an amateur detective trying to unravel your sister's mysterious murder. As you dive into a world filled with twists and turns, trust no one. Every character could be hiding secrets. While you piece together the intricately woven plot, you'll collect crucial information in your photo album, turning suspicions into facts. And if you want help on the case, you can even join a detective club to collaborate or compete with fellow sleuths on hundreds of puzzles. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. It's harder to focus than ever these days. Thankfully, C4 has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus, containing 200 milligram of natural caffeine, a blend of vitamins and zero sugar. It was formulated to support your well-being and help you feel your best, all while enhancing mental focus. From your brain to your body, C4 Smart Energy does it all and tastes amazing. Look for Smart Energy in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. And here is the President of the United States. And Capturing and preserving split-second moments of incredible real-life drama, like a president's assassination, was once rare and remarkable, no longer. Today, anyone can be a recorder of history. Virtually every American has a smartphone now. They can actually broadcast high-quality video straight out to the Internet. Lance Ulanoff is the chief correspondent for Mashable.com, a website that covers the world of social media. In the case of these police shootings, people are reflexively taking out their phone, whether they're seeing it happen to someone or it's happening to them or someone very close to them. We got pulled over for a busted tail light in the back. On July 7th, Diamond Reynolds pulled out her cell phone during a fatal Minnesota traffic stop, clicked on Facebook Live, and changed the world. She's kind of a harbinger of the future. People are shocked by her presence of mind. This incredibly dramatic, horrible thing is happening. And she's not just engaging with the police officer or maybe trying to help him. She's actually 
taking out her phone and saying this, please, world, see what's happening right now. He just shot his arm off. Yulinov says it's only the most dramatic example of video shot by regular people that has transformed the national conversation about police conduct. Beginning with the deaths of Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri, and Eric Garner on Staten Island, New York. These videos propelled the powerful new movement, Black Lives Matter. There are now cell phone applications specifically designed to allow citizens to record interactions with police. Stop and Frisk Watch is offered by the New York Civil Liberties Union, and the ACLU has come up with mobile justice. All the skills that people use in media, these regular people are going to start to use that as well. And while you used to need something like that, a satellite dish to broadcast live, that's not true anymore. As long as you have a smartphone with all the latest innovations on Facebook, all it takes is just a couple of clicks and you are live. So anyone who follows me on Facebook can see and hear me. And later, this video can be shared with anyone in the world. He's licensed to carry. He was trying to get out his ID. But every eyewitness account has its limitations. As powerful as the Philando Castile video is, we only have one side of the story. And the officer just shot him in his arm. I would never say that a single video is going to tell the entire story. And even in the situation of the woman in the car, you know she started to film right after he was shot. Get the female passenger out! What's more, Yulinov says, Americans who use social media are suddenly being confronted by scenes they never imagined. Where's my daughter? You got my daughter? Face away from me and walk backwards. People dying. Someone shot and dying right there. That's kind of devastating and certainly probably harmful to our psyche. It's a sniper? You hear the shot? Get down. Get down. The sad fact is that while most police interactions do not end tragically, it is the haunting scenes from those that do that stay with us. People can't look away from it. It's there. It's in their face. And I know that makes a lot of people uncomfortable. But, you know, this, this is real life. Keep walking. Keep walking. Get on your knees. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. There is no denying the deep divide between law enforcement and communities of color. But what do people from different backgrounds need to understand about each other to really move forward? 
Michelle Miller has been looking into this. We know the names. Eric Garner. 12-year-old Tamir Rice. And then Michael Brown, a black teenager killed by a white police officer whose death sparked weeks of angry protests in Ferguson, Missouri. Brown's death fueled the growth of the movement Black Lives Matter. About black or white, it's about life or death. This week, again. Less than 48 hours after Alton Sterling's death, the country watched in horror. You shot four bullets into him, sir. As Philando Castile's fiance captured his dying moments live on social media. And the officer just shot him in his arm. She was a woman on fire. Terry Williams is the author of Black Pain. This is not going to be one of those scenarios where uh, a black man is killed and I don't have any way to shape it in any way. Do you know? That's, that's, that was my sense. She was fighting, fighting for his life, his spirit. For many African-Americans, the raw reality of watching all of these videos is a tough punch in the gut. I have had to personally... Um, stop watching, you know, because I, I can't take that in anymore. At this point, us watching the video is tragedy porn. Video blogger Levy Ajayi's post has had more than 100,000 views on social media. We keep watching the video for what? Just to get used to watching one of us get killed again? White people need to watch these videos. That's what anti-racism educator Tim Wise believes. Until we're prepared to look at what often, too often, does happen to black and brown bodies posing no threat to law enforcement, until we are prepared to look at the arc of history that has given us one after another after another case like this, uh, then I think we're going to continue to pile pain upon pain and never solve the problems. I watched the video over and over in Ohio, police officer Nakia Jones was clearly hurting. I'm here because I wanted to make a difference, but how dare you stand next to me in the same uniform and murder somebody? How dare you? You ought to be ashamed of yourself. So why don't we just keep it real? If you're that officer, then no good and well you got a God complex. You're afraid of people that don't look like you. You have no business in that uniform. Take it off. No matter how compliant we are with the demands of a police department, it seems that sometimes we end up dead as a result of our interactions with the police. Michael Eric Dyson says it's personal. Now he's a prominent Georgetown University professor. But as a young man, he had his own painful encounters with police. Being accosted, being thrown up against a car, being physically assaulted, uh, those are not pleasant memories. He penned a piece for the New York Times death in black and white. We're caught between the rage that burns deep within because we are dehumanized. We are not seen as fully, hu fully human beings by many of our white brothers and sisters and others. On the other hand, we are incapable of making people understand and ultimately acknowledge our humanity. I just feel like something has to be said. Tampa pastor Savannah Hartman is trying to do just that. 
Somebody has to stand up and say that this, are, this is not okay. Her post went viral. We can't change the past, but we can change what's ahead. We can change who we are so less people are dead. But that was far from the thinking of the sniper who killed five police officers. Terry Williams believes Micah Johnson may have felt he had nothing to lose. There are a myriad of thoughts that must have come through his mind. I don't have any option. I'm a black man in this country, and I, a bullet could take me down at any second for no reason. Doesn't justify it. Definitely doesn't justify it. When we saw what happened in Dallas, we were among the first voices to say, this is wrong, this is evil, this must not be celebrated. But in the same token, we must also have those police people and others who feel sympathetic to them understand the plight and predicament of black and brown people as well. But the impact on the next generation remains to be seen. <laughs> he had to watch this. It's okay, I'm right here at you. I was thinking about that little girl that was in the back seat, that someone needs to talk with her. She needs to be in a room with crayons and, and um, paper so that she can draw what she's thinking and feeling. I think it's important for young people to give language to what it is that they experience, and I think we have to encourage that. We have to talk about it. What do we tell our children? We as white parents have to take this issue just as seriously as black and brown parents have to. They do it to keep their children alive. We have to do it not only so that those persons of color can enjoy uh, equity and justice, but so that we can have a functioning country in the rest of this century and beyond. When we come back... Celebrities have a powerful platform to influence change. She has tremendous power, and her voice matters. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. In cities across the country today, there were more protests against police shootings. Hundreds attended this one in Chicago. The trouble this week began in Baton Rouge. David Begno reports the healing there is beginning. Why are we here? Because it's important. In 95-degree heat, 
Seven-year-old Brooklyn stands on a pile of milk crates that her mother stacked to get a better view of an important lesson. And what was his name? Alton. Alton, that's right. Nicole Lee has lived in Baton Rouge her entire life. It's sad, but it's life. And this is what my job as her mom is. She is standing here now, all because of Tuesday night. When Alton Sterling's death was caught on camera and went viral. For Nicole, the national outrage became personal. I just have to do what I feel is going to prepare her mentally for some of the things she's going to have to deal with. So many people who have protested here have gone out of their way to say there are good police officers. I want her to understand that there are good people and there are bad people, period, of everything. Another mother struggling to explain what happened is Quinetta McMillan. Her 15-year-old son, Cameron, is the oldest of Alton Sterling's five children. He just came to me, and he was just screaming. And he said, Mama, I want my daddy, my daddy. Did your son see the video before you even knew it existed? Yes. Baton Rouge, in spite of the video, which could have led to an explosion of anger, maintained peace thanks to this man. It may be a time for protest, but there is no time for violence. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards. Today, a criminal investigation is underway. It is being led by the United States Department of Justice. Just hours after the shooting, Governor Edwards requested that the investigation into Sterling's death be conducted at the federal level, assuring scrutiny with impartial eyes. I want to single out the faith leaders. And through a direct appeal, to the hearts and souls of this community. Edwards has managed to maintain a mostly calm atmosphere with only a few arrests for minor offenses. This is not Ferguson, this is Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Even as Baton Rouge hasn't held back on passion. If we're going to do this as a people, I want y'all to do it right. Have mercy. God on our city. Today, Reverend Gerard Robinson continued answering the governor's call. We don't always need armor tanks when people are angry. We don't need, always need riot gear when people are angry. Sometimes people just want to be heard. Not from behind a pulpit. I appreciate you being out here, and I really do. But, but on the ground with the people of this shocked city. There is grief in Minnesota for Philando Castile, who died Wednesday at the hands of an officer. Anna Werner has more on a man who was beloved by many. Outside the St. Paul School today, where Philando Castile worked, the community remembered the man shot multiple times by a police officer during a traffic stop. Please, officer, don't tell me that you just did this to him. As millions watched, Diamond Reynolds streamed the scene live on Facebook as her fiancé lay bleeding. Officer Geronimo Yanez's gun still pointed at him. I told him not to reach for it. I told him to get his hand out. He had, you told him to get his ID, sir, and his driver's license. Oh, my God, please don't tell me he's dead. Yet another black man had been shot by police. And thousands took to the streets in protest all over the country. I just wanted the people to see that we didn't do this to ourselves. There was no reason for him to be taken the way that he was taken. 
But the man who for many became a symbol of police violence was for Diamond Reynolds, her best friend, since she was 17. I loved how mellow he was. I love how humble he was. And I love, most importantly, how positive he was. He was also a father figure for Reynolds' four-year-old daughter, who witnessed everything. It's okay, I'm right here with you. (laughs) What are your fears for her? My fears for my daughter is growing up thinking that we live in a world where people supposed to be here to protect us will hurt us. Reynolds' daughter wasn't the only child Castile looked out for. For 14 years, he watched over thousands of children while working in the St. Paul public schools. At this Montessori school, where he was a cafeteria supervisor, families remembered him as caring and kind, a man who knew nearly all the kids by name. Like nine-year-old Harry Lintner. I liked him. He's a good person. He came to this protest with his mother, Megan O'Keefe. It's emotional for me because this hits really close to home. It's a member of our school community. Um, and it's, it's enough is enough. Another student, six-year-old AJ. You liked him. His mother, Marla Smith, got to know Castile in the school cafeteria. To watch a friend die over Facebook um, is too much. And there's no words to explain to a six-year-old. Maybe Cecilia Fawcett summed up best what Philando Castile meant to so many. So what kind of a man do you think he was? My dad. He was like my dad. Nice and funny. He was pretty awesome. She said, just like my dad. He was so loving and nurturing. He was an amazing guy. He was. Powerful people are feeling a responsibility to use their fame as a platform to bring change. Don Daler has more on that. With every police-involved shooting of a black American, it seems that more and more celebrities are joining the chorus, shouting, don't shoot. Celebrities like Russell Simmons. That's what artists do. An artist expresses what's on the hearts and the minds of the people. They say things that people don't don't say. They say things that people are thinking but don't say all the time. In February, Beyonce and her dancers took the stage at America's most visible event, the Super Bowl, dressed in costumes reminiscent of Black Panthers. You just might be a Black Bill Gates in the making. I was incredibly proud of Beyonce. She has tremendous power and her voice matters. And so having her do that was giving awareness to a subject that needed to be to have the light shined on it. This award This is not for me. This is for the real organizers all over the country. At this year's BET Awards, Grey's Anatomy actor Jesse L. Williams made headlines with a provocative acceptance speech. If you have no interest in equal rights for black people, then do not make suggestions to those who do. Sit down. This week, when two black men were shot and killed at close range by police officers, the chorus of celebrities turned up the heat. Just hours before the shootings in Dallas, Beyonce posted this letter on her website homepage that reads in part, We must use our voices to contact the politicians and legislators in our districts and demand social and judicial changes. In New York, Spike Lee was peacefully marching alongside concerned citizens 
And at a shoot with Entertainment Tonight, Nick Cannon said this. I know we're all upset about a, a, a lot of things that are going on. And to me, instead of getting out and just, just talking about it, I'm, I'm really trying to do it. Then this happened in Dallas. Nick Cannon quickly jumped onto Instagram, posted this photo, and called for peace with this quote from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. An eye for an eye leaves everyone blind. John Legend tweeted, Being against cops killing is not equal to being for killing cops. We need peace in our streets. Just don't go Friday morning, Jay-Z released this song. I am not poison, no, I am not poison, just a boy from the hood that Got my hands in the air in despair, don't shoot, I just want to do good, I And today, Beyonce posted a tribute on Instagram to the five officers killed in Dallas, asking for peace and saying, we must be the solution. You can't match hate with hate. While rapper Snoop Dogg spoke out at a press conference in Los Angeles, alongside fellow rapper The Game, LAPD Chief Charlie Beck and Mayor Eric Garcetti. You got to match hate with love, and that's what we came for today in a love offering to sit down and have some dialogue. There's so much work to do. And I think that we all know we do need to change the system. These are the moments where we have to seize the opportunity to change it. None of these people have to die in vain. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Police departments all over America have been beefing up security for their officers since the attack in Dallas. In New York, Chicago, Seattle, and Portland, they're patrolling in pairs, at least temporarily. Many departments are looking for long-term solutions to improving relations with communities of color. Mark Strassman is in Miami. This is Overtown, one square mile in Miami of grinding poverty and crime. Its residents, mostly black, so distrust police that they'll call them only when it's time to pick up a body. When you get a call in Overtown, you come prepared. Overtown is Officer Malcolm Moises' beat, a tough place for a cop to build trust. So let me ask you something. What's your attitude toward cops today? Um, today, really, uh, I just, just try to keep my distance. Moyes grew up in this neighborhood. He has spent the last two years trying to change Overtown stereotypes about cops. Moyes will tell you the key is getting out of his cruiser and talking to people. And the bottom line is you're not going to have a problem with me because I'm going to treat you with respect and, and in return always get respect back. Distrust of cops here goes back years with reason according to the Department of Justice. 
In 2013, the DOJ issued a scathing review. Miami police had a pattern or practice of excessive force and tactical and training deficiencies. You know, you can't change a culture in six months. It takes a long time. Some people cannot change that easily. Rodolfo Yanis is the chief and chief reformer of the Miami police. I do solemnly swear. I when but Chief Giannis swore in 25 new officers on Friday, he stressed the department's new approach, community-oriented policing. Every contact that you have with somebody that you serve, strive to make it a positive one. We can anticipate that there will be an ugly moment. And if we don't have a relationship before that, if you try to build them after, you're way behind the eight ball. You know, I wasn't that perfect A student. Miami cops started meeting with local teens in a program called Talk It Through. How many of you trust police officers? Raise your hands. Not one hand went in the air. We look at y'all kids, and we have a certain love, a natural love for you all. We have a natural love. And that's why we do what we do. That's why we risk our lives and come out here to protect y'all. Because we're going to make sure that y'all go home safe. Tornadoes! Snap! Everybody give me 10 push-ups. Moy started a track and field team for Overtown kids from 3 to 18. Everybody go back over there. 95% of them live below the poverty line. All right, you finally got your uniform. Still, some residents resent anyone in blue. Lieutenant Joshua De La Malera knows a cop's race can feed distrust. That doesn't mean anything. Because those same, those very same people who, who might not like me because I'm white and this and that, I'm the avenging angel when it all goes down. Miami's trying other new ways to protect communities and cops. Put your hands up, put your hands up. Where's my brother? Like these cops in Las Vegas, Miami cops now get trained in alternatives to deadly force. Police shootings in Vegas dropped from 25 in 2010 to 16 last year. You can do all of those things that you need to do, but in the end, it's going to be a behavioral reaction between two human beings. What that evolves to is impossible to predict. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This week is not the first week America had its heart broken in Dallas, Texas. 
Dealey Plaza sits silent, still trying to make sense of that senseless day in 1963, when one bitter man with a rifle changed history. President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Now, Dallas has a new monument to the fallen, fresh markers of murder and emotions still so raw. Here by El Centro College, another troubled former soldier brought his anger and his rifle and systematically gunned down the very people sworn to keep all of us safe. It's a sniper from up here somewhere. It is the coward's creed, this cold-blooded murder of the innocent, and all too often its legacy is based in race. From the Birmingham church basement, where four little girls died in 1963. Work it together in Jesus' name. To the pews of Charleston, where in 2015, nine African Americans were slaughtered at prayer. Prison! Oh! To the streets of New York, where in 2014, Officers Wen Jen Liu and Rafael Ramos were ambushed and murdered. That man had his hands and his hands. And now, from the boulevards of Baton Rouge to the streets of St. Paul, the wounds of racial hatred shadow us through the mounting decades of violence. Today, the pressing questions of yesterday reverberate with meaning. When will the deadly confrontations like these? ever stop. I know you ask him today, how long will it take? How long, not long? Because no lie can live forever. And now, everywhere we are refusing to let a killer define what this country is all about. Treat everyone the same, came the powerful chorus of American voices. There is sorrow. There is anger, there is confusion about next steps, but there's unity in recognizing that this is not how we want our communities to operate. And that serves as the basis for us being able to move forward. This week in Dallas, where five brave police officers died at the hands of a coward, Americans joined arms. And one of the things that gives me hope this week is actually seeing how the overwhelming Majority of Americans have reacted with empathy and understanding. Calls for a new commitment to bringing a nation together. There will be much more tomorrow on Sunday morning at Face the Nation and on our digital news service, CBSN. I'm Maurice Dubois. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Good night. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the 48 Hours podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be peaked 
by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. As an Audible member, you'll be able to keep your heart rate up month after month because you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. If you're in the mood for a shocking psychological thriller, check out None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Embrace brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.